Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. friends and welcome to the happy hour with jamie ivy podcast i'm your host jamie and i'm really really excited that you're joining us today every week i invite a girlfriend to join me on the show and we chat about the big things in life the little things in life and everything in between guys the happy hour exists to encourage women in whatever stage of life they're in we want to inspire them to do big things and we constantly want to point them to jesus so i hope that as you listen to today's show and every show that you listen to from the happy hour that you feel one of those three things hopefully all of those three things Guys, before we get to my guest, Amanda, I want to thank one of our sponsors for the show today, and that's Jelly Telly. Are you looking for a fun way to help your kids learn about Jesus? Well, check out the Jelly Telly app to stream new and classic Christian shows for kids. Guys, you remember Silly Songs with Larry? Yep. Share your love of old school VeggieTales with your kids. Watch together or feel great handing your phone to your kids, knowing that they'll be watching safe shows that all point back to God. Jelly Telly is easy to watch on your phone, tablet, computer, or TV with iOS, Android, and Kindle apps, plus a new Roku channel. Guys, you can try a month of Jelly Telly for free on jellytelly.com with the coupon code Happy Hour. You're going to get unlimited streaming of your family's favorite Christian videos and more. Thank you, Jelly Telly, for being part of the Happy Hour. Guys, today you're listening to episode number 110 of the Happy Hour, and today my guest is Amanda Bible Williams. Yes, I did ask her if her maiden name really was Bible, and it is. Um, Amanda is the Chief Content Officer at She Reads Truth. I love chatting with her about the new book that She Reads Truth just released. Plus, we chatted about anxiety and how we as women think we need to carry the whole world on our shoulders. Anyone relate to that? Hands raised? Anyone? Okay, guys, real quick before we get to the show with Amanda, a lot of you women are running your own businesses or you're a part of organizations that are doing great big things. And this is what I want you to hear, okay? Every year, I like to highlight places where we can spend our money on Christmas gifts and feel good about them. Yes, I did say Christmas, and we haven't even had Halloween or Thanksgiving, but guys, it will be here before we know it. I've been doing something on my blog for years, and last year was the first time I did this on the podcast, and it was so much fun. I brought you organizations that you could trust to send your money to, and then we did a whole show about it. Jen Hatmaker was my co-host. I already have my co-host for this year, and I'm so excited. I can't wait to tell you. I'm not going to tell you today. But you will love her because you already love her. Um, if you want to listen to the show from last year, go to jamieivy.com slash Christmas 2015. But we're going to do it again. And so really soon, we're going to have the opportunity for you to apply to be on the show if you're a business owner. Now, if you're interested, you need to send an email to info at jamieivy.com. Now, to be considered, you, you have to apply. But then to be considered, you have to be at least one of these things. A, a women run small business. So a woman running a small business. Your products are ethically made. It's something that you are proud of because you are using ethical business practices to have your products made or your business has a give back model. A lot of you guys are like, I'm all three of those. So kudos to you. Um, in email, 
info at jamieivy.com. And really soon in the next couple, one to two weeks, you're going to be able to see where you can apply about that. It's literally one of the most fun shows that we get to do all year. And I cannot wait to do it again this year. Okay, guys, I've made you wait long enough. Here is my conversation with Amanda. Hey, Amanda, welcome to the happy hour. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad you're here because uh, we had um, a trouble scheduling last week because you got sick. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't feel that bad. I sounded terrible and I still don't sound great. So apologies for that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I felt okay. I just, I was whispering and I didn't think that was going to go very well for us. So we, we would have had to turn you up really loud. And so, um, <laughs> you but know, I, but we could we have did. done it, you know, yeah, well, we actually did. We did some interviews now. I only only one short recorded interview where I did try to talk a little bit and I shouldn't have. But Rachel and I did um, did some interviews that day um, surrounding the book. And I um, it was really hilarious. I mean, I was literally talking like this <laughs> and and I just kept like, can you still hear me? And they were saying, yeah. Oh, my but gosh. Anyway, that's hilarious. So who knows? People Hel- were very kind. They so didn't have kind. to be before. Well, I have been excited about chatting with you because um, I follow what you guys do online and I've seen all the amazing stuff you guys are putting out. And it's so exciting to chat with you uh, because we've never met in real person, in real life. I know. I know. And um, I feel like, you know, you're one of those people that like how I I just was thinking the other day, how have I never met Jamie? I know. I feel like. Because I feel like I know we have online friends in common, but I feel like we have some real life friends in common. So I don't know. We'll have to figure that out later. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to have an excuse to chat with you. For well, next time I'm in Nashville, we'll have to get together. Oh, please, we love that. I know Rachel would love that too. That would be so much fun. Okay, so. You, uh, I, this was going to be one of my very first questions for you, but when I got your book about a week or two ago, I, the question was answered for me and I know that you're going to, you know, exactly what I'm going to ask. I'm sure. Because my very first question to you was, is your maiden name really Bible? (laughs) Yes. And in your bio, you said, and I'm always answering the question that yes, my maiden name really is Bible. (laughs) That is so funny. I like not funny, funny but I have never, ever even heard of that. Yeah. Well, you're not the only one. I mean, it is obviously not a super common last name. Um, believe it or not, it's not incredibly uncommon where my, um, my family and like my extended family is from, we're kind of from like, um, East Tennessee, like the Appalachian area. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and it's not terribly uncommon there, but yeah, you know, it didn't really occur to me that it was a little bit strange until I was pretty much an adult, you know, you just, when you're a kid, you just don't think about those things. And, um, but yeah. And now, especially with the work that I do, <laughs> I know that's what I was still, It's so funny. Yeah. And it still comes as a surprise to me. Um, the, the work that I'm actually doing, you know, I just never, just never would have thought. Uh, and so I, I love the work that I do, but yeah, so now it's, you know, Amanda Bible tells people to read the Bible. So exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I wish that my dad could have seen this because I think he would have really thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I think that he would have loved it for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you mentioned the work that you do. Um, yes. You and Rachel Myers, I don't I don't know if you guys are co, I don't know your titles, but you guys run yeah. She Reads Truth. That's right. Yeah. And and you're right. I mean, we, um, we lead it together. Uh, she is our CEO, um, which is perfect for Rachel. It suits her to a T. She is a fantastic leader. 
um, just does a really good job keeping the rest of us in line. And uh, we have a lot of balls in the air at one, you know, any given time. And so she really um, is really gifted and just leading, um, but also, you know, being a real person and loving real people while she's doing that. Like she, that sounds um, like a good leader. Yeah. It's a really, um, she really fosters a, a unique and just, um, a good environment here at, um, SRTHQ as we call it. So, um, so she is a CEO. I am the CCO, which for us is chief content officer. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, we just, we shul, you know, equally shoulder the load of running. She reads truth. And, and now, um, we have, we're sort of branching out into a family of brands. We've got he reads truth and we've got one little kids read truth product coming out soon. So we're really excited about that, but yeah, it's, it's a lot. And so it's, um, it is definitely not just the two of us. We have a fantastic team, um, a creative team, an editorial team, social media team, um, shipping and fulfillment team. So we, there are a lot of um, really talented and capable people who um, who work here at She Reads Truth. So we're just really thankful for them. But it's a blast. We love what we do. I, I just absolutely love it. Okay, so if someone's listening and they have been living under a rock or something and they don't know what She Reads Truth is, what yeah. do y'all do? Like, what's the purpose of your company and what are yeah, y'all trying yeah. to do for women and men oh, now gosh. and kids? I am. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited to tell you because it's just, it's a lot of fun. So the more the merrier. Um, so She Reads Truth um, has a very simple, direct mission, and it is women in the Word of God every day. And it, <clears throat> excuse me, and that is exactly what it is. It is, um, we, we read through um, scripture reading plans. So sometimes that's a book of the Bible. Um, right now, uh, the community is reading through First, Second, and Third John. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll read through book of the Bible, or we'll read through like read scripture around a topic, um, like biblical hospitality or justice, or um, a topic like that. Um, or we will read through uh, scripture plans that are based on um, periods in the church calendar. So Advent mm-hmm. is a is a season that we love. Um, to to do we love our advent plan that's actually what i was working on right before we started chatting so um it it is uh one of our longest um plans of the excuse me um of the year but also just one of our favorite it's just such a sweet season um so like sometimes advent lent and um, things like that so so we read the bible every day is, is the short story and it is just a really good place to come for women who are just like i want to read the bible every day and they just need a little bit of direction or company or mm-hmm. um, accountability and community for that. And so we have um, SheReadsTruth.com where the reading plans are published every day. And we also have the She Reads Truth app, um, which is a really beautiful scripture app. Um, I can say that it's beautiful because I had absolutely nothing to do with its <laughs> beauty. I am only a words person. I sometimes will join in our creative team meetings just because I can, but also because it's just our joke that like, oh, hey, I'm here to give my very valuable input. Exactly. And they're <laughs> but, like, thank um, you. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, take that in. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And, um, and then we have, you know, you can subscribe via email. So that's really all it is. It's women from around the world now who um, read scripture together every day. And we are just there to encourage one another in scripture. We 
hold scripture higher than anything that we, um, anything else we have to say, basically, you know, Mm. um, higher than our opinions or our doctrine, or um, we just really want to champion the word of God. And we believe that God's word is living and active. And um, when you open it and read it, um, first of all, we are meant to open and read it like Mm. it is for us. We do not have to have a doctorate in theology to right. read the Bible. Um, it is for us. And also, like, you know, the Holy Spirit meets us there. Mm-hmm. And so it's a really, it's a really amazing thing. So, um, yeah, well, I, that's what I, it is. I really love what you guys are doing. And I know that um, um, personally speaking and seasons of my life and with women that I talk to all the time right now, sometimes life, they life just gets in the way. And then they look up and they think, holy cow. Yeah. It's been like three months since I've even like opened up God's word, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and I think then women get to that point and they think, well, I mean, I don't even what know do where I to, do now? what do I do now? Yeah. I don't even you know, know where to start now? or what now, you know, is it too late? Yeah. You know, what, do you, you what, know what do you say to those women that are just thinking, yeah. I think I might've missed the boat on this? Well, I would say a couple of things. The first thing I would say is you are absolutely not alone that um, I think we are all either there or have been there. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just think that's so common. You know, it reminds me of the way I feel when I start to try to clean my house because <laughs> it's 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 not clean ever. And and I just look around and I'm like, oh my word, where do I even start? Yes. yes. <laughs> because it just feels so big and so overwhelming. And so, you know, um, my encouragement um, to those women, and it is you know, and, and, and a lot of times that is me. I mean, obviously I open God's word all the time as part of my job, mm-hmm. but that is, um, that's different than just opening God's word to just meet with the Lord mm-hmm. and not only to, you know, not also to do work that right. I have to do that. Right. Day. Um, so that would be the, the biggest thing I would say is you are not alone and in, in that, um, circumstance, but also you are not alone in reading God's word. You know, if you, um, and that's one of the beautiful things about She Reads Truth. And I think that the comfort that women find there is that um, we are all um, so much alike in that. And that we, you know, whether I have read the Bible all the way through five times or I'm opening it for the first time, my need of the gospel is exactly the same. Mm. So I need the gospel just as much as someone who has never open God's word. And that person needs the gospel just as much as I do. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, that's one of the things that we're passionate about is not really, you know, feeling the pressure to, hey, I have to understand everything that's in this book, because it's one of those, the Bible is one of those things where, you know, the more you know, the more you know, you don't know, Mm. (laughs) you know, where the more you learn, the more you realize just how vast and um, what what just a mystery the gospel of, of Jesus is mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a good way. You know, if we could if we could figure it out in five minutes, it wouldn't be that amazing. Right. right. And so um, and so I just think that it is the, the important thing is to just start. Mm-hmm. And whether you're starting for the first time or the 100th time, just start and just open God's word. Don't be afraid to. Um, ask people around you for help or just to step alongside you, um, whether that looks like something like She Reads Truth or hopefully that looks like someone um, in your local church. We are big fans of the local church and um, we want, you know, we want She Reads Truth to always be 
um, to only be a supplement mm-hmm. to, um, to a woman's Christian community because there is not a replacement for in-person real life community. And so, um, so I would just say to like where that voice that's in your head, A, a of all, <laughs> we all have it. Mm-hmm. And B of all, just tell it to hush and go sit in the corner and you open the Bible. <laughs> and if there is not a, there is, there's just not a wrong place to start. Yeah. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna. To keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. You know? That's so good. And I and I love what you guys are doing because you're saying, hey, we understand the struggles and we understand mm-hmm. we understand the struggles and we understand um, what God's word says will actually happen when we sit and, you know, go yes. to the water and drink and, you know, what he will do for us. And so I just love what you guys um, are doing. Thanks. And yeah. 
you guys have a book come out. It came out early October. I can't even believe it. Yes. It's, um, it's, it's very surreal. You know, it's crazy because at She Reads Truth, um, you know, She Reads Truth is a ministry. Um, we do, you know, the, the reading plans for women and the devotionals are always free on the website all the time. But that ministry is funded by the business part of She Reads Truth, where we actually sell um, like study books and mm-hmm. prints and things like that. And so all of that to say, we, um, we, we work on study books all the time. So we're constantly like when we talk about a book here in the She Reads Truth office, we are talking about a study book. So for us to now have in our hands and on our shelves, a She Reads Truth book book, which is book, what we book. call it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is a book book. Uh, it is so surreal and it is um, completely different. It's a completely different feeling and experience than that, which we've been, you know, been doing here at, uh, at the She Reads Truth office for a while. And yeah, but it's, it's such a blast. It is, um, it is a whole new world and it's just super fun to watch that publishing bit of our world with the book book um, kind of collide with uh, the She Reads Truth community as it has always existed. Wow. And so it's really fun. It yeah. is a beautiful book too. And I always say on here, I'm a big yeah. fan of covers. And so you guys have a great oh. book. It looks amazing. And I love the Thank tagline. You. The tagline of y'all's book says, holding tight to a to permanent in a world that's passing away. And it just goes yeah. along with everything that you guys are champion over there. She Reads Truth is yeah. about God's word. Um, Okay, can I can we talk about one of the chapters? We can. Um, I'm a little nervous because I don't know which chapter. <laughs> I know. I just am going to spring this on you. So okay, read, um, I have read bits and pieces of it as we were preparing to chat today. Yeah, yeah. And today I read, I like literally have read bits and pieces of both you and Rachel's stuff. And then I sat down and read the entire chapter. I just randomly picked a chapter. Okay. 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 And it, yeah. You know, like, I believe that, like, things happen because God plans them to happen, you know, and it's like nothing is by chance. And I have just had, like, a, a hard day today, like, just personally oh, and with some family yeah. stuff. And so, look, I'm going to cry. I told you that I would cry. Um, oh, gosh. And I, okay. <laughs> and I read your chapter. It's chapter seven, and it's called Take a Seat. Yeah. yeah. And um, so it literally, I read the entire thing, and I was just, like wasn't like sobbing or anything, but I was just crying tears of like, like understanding what you went through and some of the stuff you talk about and we'll talk about it, but also just feeling like, man, I really needed to hear this today. I needed to be reminded um, that I don't hold everything together and I don't keep everything, you know, moving in this world. Thank goodness. I mean, sometimes as women, we feel as though everything is on our shoulders to make sure everything goes the way it's supposed to do. So you wrote this chapter and you started out by talking about walking into a psychologist's office. And oh, (laughs) girl, I have felt that after my kids came home from Haiti, they'd been home in uh, probably about three or four months. And I had panic attacks for the first time in my life. Oh, my gosh. Went to my my OB and was like, listen, I'm either going to have to go to like a a hospital, like I'm going to have to go away. I'm going to have to get some help, you know. And so and then I've been to counseling and stuff. But so I related to that so much. And I think. I want to talk with you about women and what is your your words to them and my words to them about we just put everything on our shoulders and we just walk and walk and walk. And eventually what happens is we fall down Yeah, because we were never meant to carry all that weight. So tell me a little bit about how you went through that 
you know, when you're born, I don't know if they're twins, yeah. when your twins were little and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, um, I think we might be having, a similar but different days because I <laughs> I felt the same way this morning. I, I'm just like weepy uh, and I, I don't want to blame it on women's stuff, but I'm just telling you I'm weepy today. Okay. Well, this, this may not end well because I have been too, <laughs> but you know, it's funny. My husband and I don't text much during the day um, because we're just like, listen, there's stuff going on. Like, we're working. If it's a, so if he texts me or I text him, we know it's important. And so I had no more than just gotten to work and had, I hadn't even gotten out of the car and I texted him and I was like, you I mean, I was, I wasn't sobbing, but I was definitely, you know, there were tears mm-hmm. and I just texted him and I just said, Hey, I need you to pray for me. And, um, and I just felt overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I just with, you know, there's, there's a lot going on and, um, and there's always a lot going on, but for some reason this morning, it yeah. just felt different. So, you know, I think that, um, I think that, that we always need that reminder. I mean, even hearing you say it back to me that, um, we don't hold Mm. all things together. Mm -hmm. Um, Christ does, you know, even when you are repeating back words that are, that are in this book, Mm -hmm. it makes me take like a deep breath and say, Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I forgot. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this, um, this chapter. So when my, when my twins, when our twins were born, um, my daughter was um, not quite two and a half. And so there were, you know, just a lot of little bitty humans. Which in our even house. just the thought of that, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I have big kids now. Deep like, breaths. I know, I know, deep breaths. My youngest is eight and my oldest is 12. So I, I claim yeah. I have big kids. I think you're in the kind of the same boat as me. Yeah, yeah. But let me tell you, yeah. when you say that, I literally, I like, I could, and anyone listening that's been through what we've been, we've been through with little babies, I get transferred back to that moment. <laughs> You have a little bit of PTSD. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I don't say that to even belittle. Like I know, you know, there are a lot of reasons for PTSD and I, I am not kidding. There are times when I'm like you, when I see small children Uh or a mother with multiple small children and I just think, Oh yeah, I remember. Uh And, um, it was, it was really hard, Yeah, you know, even just me reading your story this morning, I like, (laughs) I remember I was sitting there on the floor like trying to get my dog to go into its bed, which is a whole nother story over here. But like I'm sitting there like trying to coax her to her bed, but I'm like, I'm reading at the same time. And I was almost taken back. I mean, I was taken back yeah. and going, I get that. I get the tight chest. Yeah. I get the like, I can't breathe. I'm, yeah. I'm gripping and, the, the side of this like counter oh with all yeah. of my might. Yeah, I know. I get that. Yeah. So there are a couple of things about that time that um, they're really stand out to me that when I think about it and, um, and one is that, like what you just described, where you have those moments where it, you know, the panic is so that it actually, I mean, there's a physical response in your body. And, and it's, um, and, I, and I remember, you know, gripping the edge of the counter. And the thing I remember most about that, though, is that it felt like an out of body experience. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like I was watching myself um, respond or react to my children. Um, or I was watching, I was watching them. I was watching me like, like a scene from like a, a play. movie almost. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't, but I didn't feel like I could actually, that I actually had the power to mm, change to, to what's get, happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, like I was watching this woman overreact and just feel completely overcome by fear, um, and panic, but yet I couldn't, I couldn't do anything to help her, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and so it, it happened, 
a few times sort of um, lower on the spectrum, like, you know, not quite a full-blown panic attack. And then the the time I describe in the book, um, you know, I don't guess I'll ever forget because it still feels like yesterday. Um, it it was the first time that it was it was very physical and um, and it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid of, um, you know, I was in my head. I knew that I didn't want to be overcome by that. You know, and it just spills out mm-hmm. um, onto your children. And, you know, and I knew in my head I didn't want that, but I I didn't know how to stop it. And um, and so that I did, I called and made an appointment, I think that next day. And um, and I was so I was so afraid to describe any of this mm-hmm. to that man because I just thought, hey, you know, you're not going to understand me because I had no idea how old he was. So I booked the appointment and went in and I thought, oh, my gosh, like you could be my grandfather. <laughs> you are going to think that I am ridiculous. Oh. And um, and he was so compassionate. Mm-hmm. And not only that, like I didn't he didn't feel sorry for me. He just said, you know, this makes sense because I described him some other things that were going on in our life. And, um, and when I started to objectively list all those things, you know, it, he just sort of looked at me and was like, <laughs> he actually tried to stop me at one point because he thought I was done. And <laughs> it like, was, oh no. <laughs> it was after, right. It was after I was telling him about the ages of our children uh-huh. and I was like, Oh no, 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 there's, there's more. And, <laughs> That's funny. And so, Cause he's like, yeah. this, this, what you just said is enough. And you're thinking, right, well, right. we just started. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think that's one of those things. And I, I don't talk when I blogged, uh, you know, a while back and I was never like a huge blogger, but, um, it was an escape for me when my, um, when the boy, when my twin boys were babies, it just gave me something, you know, I was, I already wasn't sleeping. So I was like, well, I might as well well write something. Yeah. Right. I might as well write late at night. And, um, and I, I used to talk some about anxiety and um, and just how, you know, how broken of a mother mm-hmm. I could be. And it's just still, even now, you know, putting it in the book, it still amazes me how little we, we will talk about that to mm-hmm. each other. It's so true. And how we, we really do try to hide it. And I think it's for a lot of reasons, you know, I mean... I remember my husband would say, like, you have to be careful the way you write about this because someone's going to, like, you know, I tend to process things. I'm, I can be a little melodramatic, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. <laughs> and he's just like, you have to be careful the way you say these things because people could get, you know, they don't, they, if they don't know what you're talking about, they could get the wrong impression. And so then I just get even more terrified because right. I'm like, oh my God, are you going to come take my children away? <laughs> right. I'm just trying to be honest here. But, um, but yeah, I just, I think that, I think there are a lot of us who feel the way that you and the way that I felt that day mm-hmm. and the way that you felt today. Um, where it just, it literally, feel, we know that it's not the whole world, yeah. but good grief, it feels like the whole world it does. on our and, shoulders. And you said and it, like, I can't drop the whole world. There's little people under me and it's going to fall on it. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. you said it so well in your book too. You, you were talking about how you didn't even know how to name it. So you just named it the only thing you could think of. And that was failure. Um, oh, and like. Yeah, Yeah. it feels like failure. And, you know, I was even like with what's kind of making me weepy today and what I'm feeling as though is kind of out of control. And um, I'm wishing that I could control what's making me, you know, sad and um, weepy. And then it does make me feel like a failure as a mom. Um, 
But then I think yeah. it goes back to everything that the reason y'all wrote this book and the reason that y'all do she read she reads truth the whole like foundation would be that that we're not defined by what we feel but we're defined by what is true about right. us. Um, yeah, and that's like what I've been gospeling myself today, and which I feel like sometimes as women we just need to put a couple of phrases on repeat. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Is that, that that this does not define me, but I'm defined by you know Jesus who loves me and a Savior and a Creator. Um, yeah. And so that's kind of, that's that's my mantra today, Amanda. Yes, Amen. Is, I mean, I I can't. You know, Rachel and I a lot of times when you know we don't we um, spend a lot of time at our office and actually running. She reads truth. Occasionally, we have the opportunity to go out and you know and speak to you know real women in person. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and um, and when we do, you know, it is it's always really important for us to. If, if there is any misunderstanding that we somehow have arrived and understand and have like, oh, like, yeah, like we know all of this truth by heart. And mm-hmm. uh, we're reminding you guys, not ourselves. We um, we correct that really quickly mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, I, I look at She Reads Truth as one of God's just biggest gifts and um, and graces to me because I um, I can't escape it. I cannot escape mm. the truth of God's word because mm-hmm. it is now my job. You know, He made someone who was a professional at <laughs> at um, you know either twisting God's words to make something about me that's not about me, or mm-hmm. to make salvation something that I've done, or um, you know, or at least something that I have to maintain. You know, like we get like a progress report. You got to mm-hmm. make sure that right. you're making the grade. Um, and you know, that is just, I have always had a really hard time shaking that and going other places for my approval and, um, going other places with my affection and not to him. And so, um, and so she reads truth. Um, it just, it is, it is in my face every day and the word of God. And it is, it is such a blessing to me. It is such a blessing to my family because, um, that is what, you know, that's, that's what mom does for a living is she reads the Bible. Mm-hmm, like that's right. You know, what's hilarious here. Just, well, your kids are probably old enough now where they know the answer to this question. But a while back, about a year ago, I had, um, I just happened to think of it and I was at work and my husband was at work. And so, um, there was a babysitter with our kids in the afternoon and I, I texted her and I was like, Hey, can you ask each of my kids separately what I do for work and record <laughs> it and record it? And then, and I want to know. And so it is just the most hilarious thing because one of them, like my daughter was like, oh, she writes and edits books. Like, so she knew. Right. But, um, but the kids were like, um, well, she reads truth. And then like, they're like, what if she reads truth? And they're like, well, as the Bible, like, they just, you know, they don't know. But anyway, um, and but one of them said that I, I read the Bible for a living. And I was like, well, I mean, that's true. And um, anyway, so yeah, I just, I think that, the gospel is a reminder that, um, you know, I used to think that we needed that reminder weekly, you know, like mm-hmm. on Sundays. Yeah, I know. Sometimes Wednesdays, and now you know. really feeling it. But now I'm like, oh, no, no, like not even every day. Hourly? I mean, there are the hourly, um, minutely, right. I don't know, like, you right. know, maybe I need a tattoo uh-huh. on my, my hand. Um, but yeah. And so this, this book, um, we're... 
we're really passionate about this book that we frankly at first didn't want to write. <laughs> and so, but we just, we are really passionate about it because it's, um, it is just our reminder to ourselves, um, that God's word has been true mm-hmm. always, like not only in my life from beginning to end, but in the life of Abraham and of Moses and of Esther and Ruth and Mary, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, God's word is, it is, it is the same living and active word. And he is the same God for me as he was then. Mm. And as he will be for my children's children. So good. And Uh, just to tell you too, what I love about the book, this is my favorite kind of book, the books that have stories and truth mixed uh together. Yeah. So you and Rachel wrote my favorite kind of book. Well, I'm so glad. You know, I know. We I'm so glad wrote, you could do um, that for me. <laughs> <laughs> we wrote our favorite kind too, which is probably why it was this where we started. Um, because we both really love memoirs. Mm-hmm. And um and we, you know, we knew there would be a book before we before we started writing the book. Um and and but what it what the book was to be sort of dramatically shifted right as we started writing, um, which is always fun. You know, you're like, oh, wait, of course, wait. yeah, we'll just switch things and, up real quick. Yeah. And so um, I don't think we realized that it was going to involve as much personal story. But mm-hmm. as we um, as we started to really dig into what we wanted to say, the only the only way we knew to say it was to to show it mm-hmm. through our own stories. Um, but at the same time, we don't want that. We don't want this book to be a book about Rachel and Amanda. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously you do know more about us now that you've read it than before, but we want women to walk away going like, you know, that, that I have grown an affection for God's word. And like they, we want them to want more of God's word, not want Mm -hmm. more of Rachel Rachel and Amanda. Amanda. Yeah. I love (laughs) it so much. you're going to find out, you know, that we are train wrecks at times. And that's, <laughs> and so you may want to, you may say like, oh, I want more of God's word. And I don't think I should hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're all one big train wreck on the road to wrecking ourselves together apart from Jesus. So um, I love it so much. Hey guys, real quick, before we get back into my conversation with Amanda, which I know that you're loving as much as I did, I want to thank our other sponsor for the show today. And that is West Rock Coffee. West Rock Coffee is a brand that is literally changing lives by providing coffee that you can be proud to choose for your home. Their focus is to be a catalyst for real change in the lives of farmers and their families by paying a fair price for the coffee in their delicious blends and offering farmers training to enhance the quality and quantity of their crops. Most of us will enjoy a cup or two or three, hello, all of you coffee drinkers, each day. Some of us without even knowing what brand we choose. Guys, I want to tell you that West Rock Coffee is a brand that you can choose that is not only delicious, but it's actually changing lives as well. I am literally drinking a cup of coffee from West Rock right now. You can find West Rock Coffee at your local Kroger or go to westrockcoffee.com to find out where you can add West Rock to your grocery list. Okay, Amanda, I want to ask you this. I recently saw, I don't know where I saw this on one of your social media platforms, that your husband David was out of town for a week. He was. I just did exactly. a week without my husband as well. Yeah, it was a little more than a week. Um, oh, how and long? I, it, well, it was nine days. But Okay, that's a long counting. time. Um, yeah, and he doesn't have... Um, I, I travel a little bit with work, and he travels like a tiny bit with work. And we live in Nashville, where everyone is like a traveling musician. Right. You know, and, um, and but we are not. 
And so I am just a really big baby when it comes to (laughs) traveling because I think, oh, I'm going to be great. It's going to be fine. But after a week, I was like, this is this is way overrated. You just got to come home. I know. Okay, tell me what is the hardest thing for you when he's gone? Um, that's a good question. I think the hardest thing is being, you know how when there are two of you at home, it's, I mean, it has to do with parenting. Um, so like when, the, when there are two of you at home with kids, you get to sort of balance each other out. So mm-hmm. like, you know, one is like, oh, well, I happen to be here right now. So I'm the one that's like putting my foot down. Mm-hmm. But then like, I, if I'm that person, I really need him to like, not just um, lighten things up for my kids who have just gotten in trouble, but to like for you too, fill them out. Yeah, yeah. And so, in 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 with him, I think there's just the benefit of having two adults in the house is that like it's sort of a forced dual perspective. So you can't. Um, so I think that's the hardest thing for me is like, man, I am on my own here. So let's just I hope I do okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Aaron was yeah. gone for. I guess six days this time and he travels quite a bit and I travel some as well. And so we're doing a lot of like tag teaming, but I'm kind of like you. I mean, I was telling one of my girlfriends at football practice the other day. um, I was just telling her that I think she's amazing. She's a single mom. And so I'm like, you, you do everything I'm complaining about. It's like your life. You know, you don't ever have someone to step in. This is what you do. Uh, But for me, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think of that a lot. Um, Especially this week. I think of, single parents and, um, and military spouses. Oh yes, I think of them all the time. Yep. I'm like, they are my heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. I know because it's just like, I was thinking the same thing that you were that when Aaron's gone, um, well, first of all, we always joke that I miss him cooking dinner because I don't like to cook and I'm not very <laughs> good at it. And we literally, I made two meals this past week and we ate leftovers the entire time. And Aaron, my husband would never <laughs> eat a leftover. Never. But hey, you made two meals. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, that's something. I know. Pat myself on the back. It's better but, than zero. Exactly. Meals. But I kind of <laughs> am like you where at this stage in our life with my kids being bigger and everyone, everyone can deal with them, their own needs for the most part. Right. Um, I just miss They can that. make a sandwich if they have to. Oh my gosh. Yes. Be, yeah. Yes. I miss the like tag teaming, you know, like, okay, I'm going to take yeah. this one here and you take this one here because it's easier. And instead it's like, I'm doing all of it. So yeah. Right. I hear you. Also, the struggle of like being the only person to receive questions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, and you have six year old boys. So I know that they are oh like constantly talking to you. They are hilarious. Well, they have each other. So that's, that's, true. that's something. <laughs> um, but they, yeah, they're really funny. I do not have any quiet children. I mean, we only have three, which I say only because, you know, I have friends who have nine. So yeah. it's just like, okay, when you give them perspective, like, there's three. It's <laughs> exactly, fine. exactly. But, um, but yeah, I, uh, they, they are all very energetic. Um, two of them in particular are pretty strong willed and they, um, they are just very loud. Like they they will go from just arguing and just being in this big fat fight, all three of them, you know, to, um, to being, to having a great time together, but it is equally loud. Exactly. So it's just constantly loud all the time. And I just have to decide like, Okay. I mean, as long as you're happy, but it's funny because a lot of times I can't catch on when the, when the, um, the noise turns to unhappy noise. Sometimes it just completely misses. And it can happen quickly. It happens so fast. You can miss it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One second. Sorry guys. I was alone with my thoughts for five seconds. (laughs) And now we all hate each other. (laughs) 
If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Nike, Walmart, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you can get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. Oh, okay. So, Amanda, I always ask people what they're loving and what they're reading. So, what are you reading? Okay. Well, I, what am I reading? Which I know you read Uh, a lot for work. So, I do read a lot for work. Um, So, (laughs) I can just like, I'm reading the Bible. Uh No, I, um, I do read a lot for work, but I've also, I, this is, this is sort of, um, this is not really a fair answer because I'm about to say I'm falling in love with fiction again. But I, I'm not currently in the middle of a fiction book, so I don't really have an answer. Although I did go um, to the airport try, I, when um, we were traveling this week, was trying to find um, Beth Moore's uh, novel because I'm dying to read it. Did you find it? Um, it was not there, oh. but I told them they needed it. So oh, good. we took care of that. We took <laughs> care of that. Um, it's really I did, good. It should, I did order it on Amazon. It, it should be here. It should okay, be here good. like today. So I'm excited. So that's going to be my next um, fiction book. But I, I feel like I have rediscovered fiction as a reader. So um, I am whoever is listening. If you have your like must read fiction books, like tweet them to me because I want I'm in need um, of, of some good fiction recommendations. But I, I do read a lot of nonfiction. I am um, I'm reading Annie Dillard's This Writing Life, um, The Writing Life, mm-hmm. which is just a tiny little book, but she I, I love. So I said that I really love memoirs, and I do. But my favorite like genre within a genre um, are books about writing. So really? like a memoir from a writer that is specifically um, has something to do with writing. Yeah. I love books about writing. I don't know. I think it's just because I've loved, I love words so much mm-hmm. that I just like to hear people talk about them. <laughs> right. But anyway, did so, you read uh, Anne Lamont's book about writing? Oh gosh. Yeah. That was the first, like, I can't remember who, I wish I could remember who recommended that to me because I would just drive wherever they are and hug them. Mm. But yeah, I loved, I loved that one. Um, and I, I reread that one occasionally. It's bird but, by um, bird. If you're listening, yeah. oh, it's, Great it's book. very good. It's very good. Her language can get colorful, but man, but she is, but it's good. She stuff. is awesome. <laughs> yes. It's so good. Okay. So, um, the writing life by Annie Dillard, which is just, it's, it's really convicting as a writer because she's like, Hey, um, where are you? Right doesn't have to be pretty. And actually it shouldn't be pretty Mm. because if it's pretty, like if you have a pretty little office and you have your window open and you're looking out the window, you're going to be distracted. So she like tells the story of how she sketched the scene outside her window and then 
like drew her blinds and then painted the scene on the blinds. Oh my gosh. So that, so that, which I think sounds just, it's a little too far for me. I right. can't go that far. But we get but her anyway, point. Yes. But it's one of those things that's just like, hey, you, you just, you think you have excuses not to write, but you don't. Oh, I need so, to read that. I know. I know you've got some things, yes. some words coming up soon. So. I do. Um, I also have had about 85 people, not really, but a lot of people recommend um, the book Humility by Andrew Murray. Have you ever read that? You know what? Someone gave that to me this summer on a trip. It is another tiny book. These these books are tiny. And um, it's actually our uh, our editor is one of the ones who is just like, you have to read this. So, but it's one of those books that you kind of have to read or I have to read in like bite-sized pieces mm-hmm. because you're like, Oh wow, that was really dense. Um, just kind of packed. And I just need to like set that aside for a day and let those like three pages kind yeah. of sink in. Yeah. Cause it's a really small book, but I, I understand when books like that are so deep that you kind of need to like marinate on it for a while. Yeah. I have it in front of me. Um, I was going to see if there was like a good example from that, but yeah, it's um, it is a tiny little guy. But and so I totally picked it up, like all like, oh, I'm just going to breeze through this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, OK, so you're one of those. I'm just going to. Got it. Got it. Carry with me everywhere until we get through this. So hey, well, I have a fiction book I can recommend for you. Oh, I'm excited. I've got my pencil. The Invention <laughs> of Wings. Ooh, I like that. Sumant Kid. OK. It was so good. I loved it so much. I read it. Um, also, if you want like a fiction that is just kind of it's completely mindless, like totally just get lost oh, in a story. Please. I read Where'd You Go, Bernadette? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. You've probably seen the cover because it's it just kind of yeah. stands out with a girl in sunglasses. And so I yeah. really liked both of those. So there's my little. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, I'm excited. So do you, um, Jamie, how often do you read? Do you have a book going all the time? Well, see, here's the thing. A couple of years ago, I decided to start reading like, like for real. And I made yeah. a goal to read 12 books in a year. This is probably like six years ago. And I did it. Yeah. And then last year was just like a blow out of the, I mean, clearly people read way more books than me, but a lot of people don't read very many. And I read 36 books last year. I mean, <gasps> that's, that's a fantastic. lot of books. Yeah. So I guess I had oh, nothing I else to do with my life, but to me, that's wildly successful because when you say you've read a book, then you're implying that you read the whole book. And that is sometimes the trick for me, especially, me especially with nonfiction, Fiction, I'll power through, but nonfiction, if I don't, I have to read it within a certain amount of time. If I let it go on too long, I just won't finish it. You get lost in it. Yeah. Yeah. So so, um, I'm I'm with you on that. And so this year I've only read 17 books, but I'm I'm not like beating myself up. I don't care. But here's what I'm finding in my job now. Yeah. Um, I, I, like you just said, I get a lot of books from people that I'm going to talk to and I may not read the entire book, but I'll read a lot of it. Right, right. So, yeah. but then I'm like, I feel bad saying I read it if I really didn't read it like front to end. And maybe I need to let that go. But no, I think you should let that go. I think that you should maybe, maybe give yourself a percentage and be like, you know what? I read 60% of that book. And that means <laughs> like, it's done. It is going <laughs> yes, on my list. <laughs> exactly. But like fiction, like you said, I mean, I'll read the whole thing. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. Um, but, but you can't I, not. You can't. Yeah, you have to know. If the characters are, are well written, you, yeah, can't, you, have to you know. can't live with yourself until yeah, you know. I know. So like I use Goodreads. Do you use Goodreads at all? You know, I did and then I didn't. So I should try again. It's but really it, it good got, for me. Yeah. It got depressing for a while, especially when we were really in the throes of like, she reads truth, like beginning and like kind of as it was just growing. And we were, we, we say that just we, the first, well, I mean, it still feels like this too, but especially the first like three years, 
um, we are just like sprinting to keep up with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we legitimately, like I had, I had no time. And so it was, um, it was really sad to me that Aww. I just wasn't reading. So I, and that was about the time that I signed up for my Goodreads account. And then I promptly felt so much reader shame. Okay, that I just no reader stopped. shame here. And let me tell you, <laughs> the only thing I use Goodreads for, like I have no notifications that come on. I don't want okay, to know yeah, what you yeah. think about a book. I don't want you to right. recommend books to me. Right. I just want to keep a list of my books. So like the book you just told me about, I just added it to my Goodreads as to read, you know? Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm like thinking, oh, I need a book, I'll go look. But all yeah. that to say, it also says what books I'm reading. And I currently have 11 books. Ooh, open, but, open books. But some of them, That's I'm going to take your advice. And if I've read 60%, I'm going to click it to read instead of because currently read. It's two. I mean, that'll just start weighing on you. Like talking about feeling the weight of the world on hey, your shoulders. Hey, there's going to be freedom in my Goodreads account. That's <laughs> yes, right. Yes. That Goodreads account is there to work for you. You That's do not exactly work for that. Exactly right. So. That's exactly right. Okay. But I do want to tell you about. I want to tell you two books I'm reading. Okay, I'm ready. Number one is Love That Boy. And then Ooh. the tagline is called What Two Presidents, Eight Road Trips, and My Son Taught Me About a Parent's Expectations. Oh, um, that's fun. Yeah. And his name is Ron Fournier or something. I don't know how to say his last name that much. Yeah. Um. And then so it's about, I, okay, so I also joined this book club. Have you heard of this? This is not an advertisement, but it's called, um, <laughs> oh, gosh, like you you join a book club. What's it called? I just got an email about it today. Anyhow, it's this book club. Um, and you pick a book every month out of like five books and they send it to you. And I joined it cause I thought, man, I've been reading a lot of like Christian living, uh, right, nonfiction yeah. books. I need to know what everyone else in the world is reading. And so I just yeah, been getting good. it. And this is the first book I've actually read from it. Like I keep getting them every month, but I'm actually really loving it a lot about parenting. And it's kind of meeting me right where I am with some of my parenting stuff. And so I really like it. That's good. I'm excited to check it out. Yeah. And then I'm reading Talk Like Ted, The Nine Public Speaking Secrets of the World's oh, Top Minds. Oh, goodness. And that's I one that I kind of just skim, you know. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> we, we, uh, Rachel and I, with She Reads Truth, it's sort of, we kind of, we did some things a little bit backwards. Like a lot of people do public speaking and, you know, women's conferences and stuff and sort of work their way up to a book. Or uh -huh. whatever. So we've kind of, um, because of She Reads Truth and just the way that it formed, it sort of went backwards. And so we are, you know, still pretty new to being on any kind of um, stage platform or whatever. So, um, so anytime if our, our agent sends us a request, I'm like, okay, but who's going to, is there a class for this? Like, I need, <laughs> I really need to take a class because I just, I don't know if I, I so I should probably get this. Well, book. you could get this book talk, and then you talk mm. like Ted. That's right. I need, I need to talk like Ted. <laughs> talk like Ted. Uh, or just at, at least a little bit more like Ted for oh, sure. That's, I think you should just talk like Amanda and you'll do fabulous. Um, girl, yeah, you I, think so. I know. You see the, no, 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 no. What great I thing is she so, got and you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm so excited for you guys about your book that came out earlier this Thank month. You. And I'm just excited Thank about you. all the things God <clears throat> has in front of you guys. Um, one thing I was going to ask you, and then I'll let you go, yeah. uh, because you mentioned this about the kids read truth as a mama. Can you tell me oh what, about this real quick? Oh, my word. Like it, uh, it makes me giddy. Um, so one of our dreams has always been for, I mean, when, when he reads truth came along, it, the, the dream was for, um, men and women to be able to read scripture individually, but mm -hmm. 
but in tandem, like Got together. It. Right. And so, so whether it's a husband or a wife or a husband and a wife or like a friend group, um, or, you know, two people who are engaged or whatever, um, a brother and sister, like with families that read together. Um, that was always our dream. Well, with kids read truth, our dream is specifically for families to, um, for, for all of the, for the whole family, uh-huh. um, to, to be able to, to read God's word together. And so, the first Kids Read Truth product um, is for Advent. Um, we do like we do a reading plan and uh-huh. a study book for Advent, and so there's a he a she reads truth study book and a he reads truth. We call those legacy books. And then for the kids, we're doing Kids Read Truth Advent table cards. Okay. Um. So it's a set of twenty nine cards. Advent is twenty nine days long mm-hmm. this year, and you can actually use this this card set for years to come, but. Um, but what, um, what the product is, is just a little card set, four by six cards that we had an artist do the, um, illustrations. They're uh, so cute. I mean, they kill us. They're so Aww. cute, um, but it has, it chooses a key, like we call it a cornerstone verse from, let's say mom and dad's scripture that day. And it's on the card. So it'll have the day number and the title of the day and then the scripture. And then there are three questions and the questions are designed for different age levels. So there's a question for like two to five year olds, a question for like six to I think 11 and then 12 to 16. And so it's just sort of to get the little kids just kind of engaged where it's like, you know, make up motions for the mm, three things uh-huh. God requires of us, you know, or, um, and then for the, for the older kids, just sort of an open-ended like, Hey, um, what does it mean that Jesus was King, but that he rode into Jerusalem on a donkey? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? Um, anyway, so it's one product, but we are excited about, um, about the future of Kids Read Truth. We're just kind of taking it one step at a time. This is so exciting. Thank you. So, okay, just tell us before we go, we can get your book anywhere, like Amazon, anywhere books are sold, basically. Yes, you can. So Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Lifeway, um, Family Christian, like any anywhere. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. And then what about the kids' Advent stuff? People are going to be wondering about that. Where can you get that? Yeah, so um, we have a shop. It, the uh, web address is shopshereadstruth.com. And if you go to, um, there'll be a kids link, a kids read truth link, um, and an advent link. So okay. you can get your way. Yeah. Yay. Okay. I cannot wait for everyone to hear about this. What a great way for families to sit around and read God's word. Um, together. And I know as parents, sometimes that is one of the biggest struggles is just going, Hey, I know I want to do this. I know I need to do this. I just yeah. don't know how to do this. That's right. And this, and so the, the, um, the reason they're called table cards is the vision is like, Hey, you know, ideally now it may not happen every day, but ideally, you know, I've read, subscri- I've read the scripture that day. Um, my husband has read the scripture that day. And then as we gather for dinner that night, it's just sort of a conversation starter so that we can invite our kids into that conversation and give them something pretty to look at. And <laughs> oh my day. gosh, I just looked at the link. This is oh so God, cute. So, I know. It's so cute. We, <sighs> we've kind of opened like Pandora's box because now that we've done this yeah, and we've te- tested them with our own kids and, um, and we just are like, you know what? I want this. Like as a parent, I mm-hmm. want this. Yeah. This means do the work of creating them. So we're, we're working on it. We're going to see if we can, um, you know, keep, keep that going, but well, good for you um, guys. Yeah, 
Excited. We have cards like this that we do around the table sometimes, you know, whenever we just think we're having a, a really great pat ourselves on the back parenting night. You know, we have these sure. kind of cards yeah. Um, yeah. and they're, they work so well, but they're not based on scripture at all. And so this is going to be super yeah. fun for families. Oh, it's so fun. I, I'm so excited to um, to take them home to my oh, own families. So fun. Okay, Amanda, yeah. this was such a joy. It's so fun. I'm so glad that to have some time with you. We're going to have to do it again. We will have to do it for real. Um, Definitely when, call when you come to Nashville. I will do that for it's sure. Fun city. I will do it for sure. And I will put all the links to everything we chatted about up on my webpage so people can find it and get your guys' book and head on straight to chapter seven and they can cry along with oh me as I read it. <laughs> oh my God. If you, you, you're just, you're, I will say this, that you're lucky you didn't open in chapter five. Because oh, well, that you know, is, I'm going to go there right now. Oh my gosh. Like that's now, and, and to the listener, like, don't be afraid. It's not all, it, the book is not, you know, the whole book is not weepy, but um, chapter five is Rachel's chapter. And, um, oh my word, I can, I can hardly read through it. Just, I mean, because I know her and I love mm. her and it's, um, but goodness, there's so much truth in that book. I hope, well, I know there is because there is actual quoted scripture. Exactly. So everywhere it's full of scripture. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It is full of God's so, word. So, oh, well, thank, thank you, you so much. It's so much fun. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining me today. I had so much fun talking to her that you guys, I think I forgot to ask her what her three favorite things were. I'm going to have to get those from her and I'll let you know. Guys, I highly recommend you get their new book, She Reads Truth. It is so good. Also, for the links for their kids' conversation cards and everything else we chat about, as usual, everything's up on my webpage, jamieivy.com. Today's show was edited by Logan Garza and the music is from Jason Poe. As always, if you're ever interested in partnering with The Happy Hour, feel free to email us at info at jamieivy.com. Next week, my guest is Jen Bricker. You will love hearing her amazing story of resilience and overcoming obstacles. And when we had our conversation, it was closer to the Olympics. We chatted a couple of months ago. So there's a little bit of Olympic chat in there, but who couldn't use a little bit of Olympic chat right now in the midst of other chat that we're hearing on the news every day? There's also a twist in her story that literally you're never going to see coming that also has to do with the Olympics. Guys, but first, don't forget about the happy half hours. They're every other Friday, so we have one this Friday, and my guests will be here, Elise Fitzpatrick, who I just love and adore. She cracks me up. She's full of wisdom. And randomly, this week, I had a dream about her and her daughter, Jessica. Weird, I know. But she'll be here this Friday. And if you subscribe to the happy hour, it automatically comes to your feed every single week. Um, Guys, enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend and have a happy hour with a friend. Hi, it's Martha Stewart. You know, I spend a lot of time thinking about dirt. At 3 a.m.? At all hours of the day, really. What people don't know is that not all dirt is the same. You need dirt with the right kind of nutrients. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil is so dense, so full of nutrient-rich, high-quality ingredients. miracle Grow is simply the best. 